0: Lunchtime replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Goh only on Money FM
1: 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust here on your lunchtime on Money FM 89.3. And in light of what's been happening uh, for the past weeks now in Hong Kong with uh, protests, on and off violence, and tear gas and all that, how should you behave? If you are caught in the action and you are in Hong Kong now, of course, the Singapore uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs have been telling people not to fly to Hong Kong for non-essential trips. Don't go there if you don't have to. But what if, if you're really there and you sort of get caught in the middle of the action and you can't come back home or how should you protect yourself? When you're traveling anywhere in the world, for that matter. Well, joining me this afternoon is Kenneth Lim. He is Director of Travel Agents and Tourist Guides from the Singapore Tourism Board. And we're going to talk about what Singaporean travelers should do, how you should behave, and how you should brush up on your skills while you're away to uh, stay safe. Kenneth, uh, good afternoon and welcome to Hashtag Wanderlust. Afternoon, Tim, and thank you for having me on the show. We need you because we need to refresh uh, our listeners and uh, right. you know how they behave abroad. So let's kick things off with Hong okay. Kong. If a traveler happens to be, there was that lady who was caught on a viral video trying to catch her flight, was she doing the right thing?
0: Yes, I, I think as long as she has bought her travel insurance, um, clearly if anything should have happened, for example, if she misses a flight, there's something that she can actually reach out to an insurance company and uh, file for a claim.
1: Okay, uh, when it comes to travel insurance, there are many different travel insurance out there, but the basics are there, right? You get covered for flight delays uh, up to six hours, I think that's the minimum. Yeah. Is it six hours? Yes. Um, flight disruptions and things like that. But what are the differences? Because there, I, I've looked at so many of them and there are different categories and it depends right. on the price that you're willing to pay.
0: Yeah, so definitely I think... Um, one visitor or each visitor should actually look at um, his own needs or his family's needs and decide what type of uh, premium he's prepared to pay. But I think most importantly, uh, in terms of what to look out for, um, I think one of the areas to for consumers to actually consider is to ensure that the insurance premium that they, that they buy, the insurance that they buy, will actually cover a travel agency insolvency clause as well. So this would actually... What is that? Right. So this would actually... Prevent um, anything, should anything happen, for example, if your travel agency goes out of business, even before your trip happens, at least you can claim um, for that and make a claim for that.
1: Okay, going back specifically to what happened at the Hong Kong airport, um, and it has happened before in Bangkok as well. Uh, protesters take over the airport for days and people can't even check in for their flight. Um In that case, now let's just say the flight is still going to take off. It's just that you can't get to the counter to check in for your flight. What sort of coverage uh, are you protected for in that case? Because the flight took off. It's not delayed. You just couldn't get there because of forces beyond your control.
0: Right. So I I think um, it's important to read through your terms and conditions within um, what the insurance actually, the insurers actually write about. And uh, essentially... They should cover issues related to um, incidences like this, and it's important for the consumer to follow up with the travel insurers.
1: There um, is something called the flight disruption, right? Does this uh, come down yes. as so, a, a case of flight disruption then?
0: Yeah, so flight disruption delays will also be covered by the travel uh, insurers, and it's definitely something that uh, you know I think is a recourse that consumers caught up in a situation like this can um, um, avail of help from the uh, travel insurers.
1: Okay, now what if you have the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, for example, already issuing a travel advisory for non-essential travel, don't go to Hong Kong. Can a travel insurance then say, hey, wait, you've already been told not to go there for a holiday, but you still did, so we're not covering you.
0: Right. So, um, there are exclusion clauses in a travel insurance whereby if an advisory has been issued by, say, the MFA, and you still proceed to go ahead with your trip, there is a chance that your insurance company may not cover you for that trip.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but what if, okay, uh, a person has already purchased their tickets, you can't refund those tickets or change your, your travel dates, uh, and, and everything else, your hotel and all that, um, are you covered? Should you decide, okay, my foreign affairs ministry said I shouldn't go, I'm not going to go, but the airline is not right. waiting to feed the hotel, doesn't want to give So let's you see know, if you, you a refund. Okay. so
0: I mean, you look at this scenario, let's see you've already made a booking for your entire package, mm-hmm. and you're due to travel, say, in two months' time, and yes, uh, MFA issues a circular because of, uh, you know, um, situation, for example, using a Hong Kong uh, situation as an example, then, um, yes, I think definitely your tour operator, your licensed travel agent would be required to then make arrangements for you to shift your travel to a different period
1: or a different destination. You say they are required to do this. Travel agents are required to do this. They're expected to do it. Yeah. Expected or required. Um, um, what, what kind of protection does a consumer have? I mean, expected, yes, but if the travel agency says, no, we, we won't, can they say that?
0: Um, by and large I think if they are licensed travel agents they should do the necessary to see how they could actually um, you know reorganize your trip to a different destination mm-hmm. and um, as out of a good customer service as well
1: okay now in a case of you're traveling with your family it's school holiday something happens to your destination you can't go travel agency says okay we will rearrange for a different date but you really can't because because of school commitments then what happens can they refund or would they or should they
0: i think if the if you the reason genuine enough It's um, the consumer would have every right to reach out to their travel agents and see what's the best recourse that the travel agents can actually provide them.
1: Okay. Um, Going back to travel insurance now, there are still people who don't buy travel insurance, Uh, depending on where you're going. Uh, I mean, these days, I just buy my travel insurance for the entire year because I travel a lot. But there are people who would think, I'm going to a destination that is relatively safe. Nothing's going to happen to me. I'm just going to go there for nothing risky. Uh, therefore, I don't need a travel insurance, and I'll take risk the risk of my delays or my luggage getting lost. Is that sort of good mentality?
0: I think my advice would be, even no matter how short your trip is, to still purchase uh, travel insurance. I think the travel insurance would give you a peace of mind. Um, and ensure that you can allow you to enjoy your holiday, while knowing that should anything um, happen, um, whether it's lost luggage or lost um, documents, at least um, your insurance will cover that, and you could still claim against those losses. So, even though your sh- trip is going to be very short, um, our advice is to continue to purchase your travel insurance.
1: What if you're flying to go home, like I do? I have so many home, so-called homes, uh, and I feel comfortable in these places. Uh, do I need travel insurance? Uh, I,
0: I think it's good practice. You never know what could happen. And um, my advice would be to still purchase your travel insurance to just cover you for your entire trip.
1: Travel insurance coverage uh, on a flight delay, for example, and you are on a budget carrier, and we take that risk. We know we're flying on a budget carrier. If it gets delayed or flight canceled or postponed, there is nothing that the airline will do to help you, right? Uh does a travel insurance coverage come in, kick in for this one? Will they cover for delays and everything else?
0: I, I think that's where um, when you are purchasing your travel insurance, it's important to see and read through the terms and conditions to see what would be what would be covered by your um, insurance agencies that you actually um, uh, go and buy your insurance from. Um, obviously, based on the different premiums that you pay, it may actually cover more... Um, Uh, more items within um, a flight or within your travel period.
1: Now, in a case of you're flying a a legacy carrier and they cover you for accommodation and rebooking your flight, can you still make a claim from uh, travel insurance?
0: I believe if there is a delay uh, for whatever reason and the legacy carrier actually provides a notice um, to indicate there has been a delay, Or some disruptions, obviously with that notice that letter is something that you can still submit to your insurers and get a, um, you know, yeah, a claim against that.
1: Now, this is a good reminder to our listeners right there. If you uh, sort of encounter a delay or a postponement of your flight at the airport, you need to insist on getting this letter.
0: Yes, it's uh, Um, definitely advisable.
1: Okay. Yeah. And what should the letter... I mean, it has happened to me uh, on a uh, an airline that is not very major, uh, and it the airport manager didn't seem to know what to put down on that letter. So mm. I had to, like, I can write that letter for you because there's, like, 12 of us who needed this letter. Right. Um, but what should be in that letter that uh, is essential for the travel insurance to, to make sure that they will compensate you in any way?
0: I think, importantly... The reason for the delay has to be highlighted by the carrier Mm -hmm. and to also indicate how it is, um, you know, what the new flight timings will be and how it will actually differ from your original flight itinerary and flight schedule. I think that would be sufficient for the travel insurers to know that, um, you know, your your flight was actually delayed, and you're actually departing at a new time.
1: Okay. And to that, I would add, keep your boarding passes as well, the new ones, the updated ones, because they look at that as well. They... they calculate the time based right, on yes. when you board right. uh, the flight. I've been speaking with Kenneth Lim. He is from the Singapore Tourism Board. We're talking about how to protect yourself when you're traveling in this day and age of uh, a lot of volatility around the world. And we still uh, need to travel. Now, on that note, uh, the STB also has a video um, which is very quirky. Tell us about this. Uh, right. Is it called Rice of the Phoenix? Uh, no, no, it's actually okay. The Return of the Condor. Return of the Condor. Heroes. Same yeah. thing. It's a bird, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about this because I, I've looked at the video and I don't know how to explain this to our, our listeners. Right.
0: Okay, so this is part of a series of a consumer education campaign that we actually started back in 2016. And... Um, the key issue here is uh, the key message that we would like to um, send out to consumers is to um, remind them to check if their travel agent is licensed. Um, that's first, the first message. Mm-hmm. Secondly, to always check their terms and conditions in the packages that they buy. And last but not least, to actually buy travel insurance. Right. So, um, by using the Return of Condor Heroes, we thought that it would be interesting to use one of these old series that was actually launched in 1998. That's Probably very familiar with Singaporeans and uh, through tongue and cheek kind of humor, it would be a good way to remind um, Singaporeans to always buy travel insurance and to check the validity of their, their travel agency when they purchase their trips.
1: Okay, now to uh, for license, uh, the importance of having a travel agency license, what kind of protection are you giving travelers? Because of this, I mean, travel agent A, travel agency A, sold me a package for a ten day trip to I don't know a country, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, this travel agency disappeared, bankrupt. Yeah. What protection do I have?
0: Um, I think that if they're licensed, yes. So I think that's where um, travel insurance is very very important. So it still comes down to travel it's, it's insurance. It's down to travel insurance again. Um, the chances are, if it's a licensed travel agents. I think the travel agents will also do their best to um, make up for your trip in terms of, um, I guess, rebooking you on some other flights or, um, you know, just making up for whatever losses that has been made. Um, But if it's an unlicensed travel agency, then, you know, the chances are he could just uh, not do anything for the consumer. So there definitely would be monetary, inherent monetary risk in there. Um, but yes, it's down to the travel insurance again. I think it's important for the consumers to buy travel insurance to protect them against um, situations like bankruptcy.
1: By law, are unregistered travel agencies allowed to operate in Singapore? No, they're not. They're not. Uh, then what about uh, air airline ticket resellers that we see online? There's so many. Uh, you can go to Skyscanner, for example, scan flights, and a lot will come up. Uh, you read reviews, and the reviews are mostly negative. Are these sort of licensed? Are, I mean, they're, they're they're just selling tickets, really. But do they need to be licensed, and what kind of protections uh, do we get from there?
0: So, if they are registered um, as a, they are a registered entity in Singapore, they definitely would need to apply for a travel agent's license.
1: Mm-hmm. But if they're operating online, do they need some yeah, kind? Even if they're they operating
0: they online and they are, uh, you know, they are registered, they have to be registered. Uh, And if they are registered as a Singaporean company and they would need a travel agent's license.
1: What if they're subsidiaries of bigger ticket sellers with a Singapore website but are not really based in Singapore? Uh, Have you encountered such a thing?
0: Right. So I think that's where, um, you know, it's important for the consumer to actually um, purchase the travel insurance and to ensure that the travel insurance terms and conditions will also cover Um, any unforeseen circumstances that may happen to some of these uh, online uh, resellers that are not registered with in Singapore.
1: Okay. Um, I I haven't looked at the terms and conditions of most of the travel insurance uh, that I've purchased unless I really need to claim for something. Uh, The experience has been, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will agree with me on this, is that the claim process can be time consuming and uh, at some point, if it's not really such a big deal, you might give up on it? I
0: can't comment specifically on the claim process or the different insurance companies, but I would say that um, for any traveler, I think it's important for you to keep your documentation.
1: Um, if, so that letter that we talked about yeah, so talked about pass. The letters,
0: your boarding passes, anything related to your trip that could actually help your case uh, with regards to any claims would definitely come in handy and would... I would think, probably expedite the entire claim process as well.
1: Okay. What are the other topics uh, that w- that are discussed or shown in the... the what's the video name again? Condor <laughs> Return of the return Condor? Return of the Condor, of the condor okay. Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Rise of the Phoenix. Okay. Different story. But yes, Return of the Condor. So travel insurance. Make sure you buy your travel insurance yes. before you travel. Or do what I do. If you know you're traveling more than in fact more than twice a year might as well get a, an annual travel insurance yeah. because it saves you more money right exactly uh so make sure your travel agency where you're buying tickets from are licensed travel agents yes what else and
0: the last point would be to read your terms and conditions so,
1: a lot of us don't do that yes
0: and i think that and a too, lot of
1: us won't do that even if you're telling us to
0: i think it's important to do so um, you need to know what you are buying and what you're purchasing Um, In any travel package or any tour package that you are buying, actually, there are many components that go into it in terms of the type of hotels that you're going to stay, the kind of meals that we've provided, the type of uh, tours, um, the transportation provided. I think it's good to read through everything. And if you have any questions, always ask the travel agent. Um, You know, there is, uh, even before you fly, um, I think it's good practice to ask them and to clarify with them in any areas that may appear... um, fairly uncertain to you or not very clear, I think it's always good to clarify.
1: Okay, now the issue with a lot of Singaporean travellers, though, is that they expect a certain sort of uh, uh, standard which may or may not be the same depending on what your destination is. So where does the onus lie? Should travellers really just be open to experiencing new things? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So I I think if you're referring to, say, a... Let's
1: just say a hotel, hotel like a three-star right? hotel yeah. in Singapore, in Thailand, or in, I don't know, Hong Kong or Taipei will not be the same as what you may experience in South America or in Central Asia or anywhere else in the world in Africa.
0: Yeah. So I think um, a good habit would be for consumers to also do their own research as well. Um, even though they're buying through a, a licensed travel agent their entire package, it's always good to go online. There are many online review sites to um, where you can actually find out a little bit more about the accommodation that you're staying in and just read the reviews. And I think that will give you a good sense of um, the type of hotels and the category of hotels you're getting.
1: Okay, and just don't expect what uh, you're familiar with because the whole reason of you traveling is to have new experiences. Exactly. All right, thank you very much for those reminders. Any other thing that you would like uh, to remind Singaporeans about when they're traveling uh, overseas? I think the key the key message of buying travel insurance is important. <laughs> and yes. Okay, but there yeah. lies the problem. If I buy travel insurance, if uh, anybody who's traveling buys travel insurance, they may think they're fully protected. But they, they're not. Not fully protected. They are... Uh definitely protected somehow from, from the, 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 the yeah. whatever terms are in your travel agent but they cannot be irresponsible either when they're traveling
0: yes yeah, so buy from a licensed travel agent I think that is the other key uh, message I would like to send uh, to consumers and they can actually log on to our website we have a website called, called the trust website it's www.trust.gov.sg you consumers are free to go into that website and to actually check if the travel agents are licensed or not.
1: Okay, thank you very much, uh, Kenneth. Kenneth Lim from uh, STB, Singapore Tourism Board, of course, Director of Travel Agents and Tour guides. Did I get that uh, full title, correct? Yes, correct. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Kenneth, for joining us here. But, of course, do remember your travel insurance will not protect you from irresponsible behavior or from absent-mindedness or, well, to put it bluntly, from stupidity, really. So don't do anything stupid when you're traveling, and you will be safe. This is your edition of Hashtag Wanderlust here on MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.